Hey, what's going on, Redskins Addicts? It's your host, Rod, back with episode 39. So looking at all the Redskins and Washington football team players that historically have worn that number, not many of them stuck around for a long time. You got Adonis Alexander, Richard Crawford, David Amerson, who we all thought would be really good. Uh, he didn't really pan out. Capri Bibbs. The list goes on and on. Um, so I ended up choosing uh, Clem Strauka going into the archive. So he was an offensive lineman uh, for the Washington Redskins from 1938 to 1942 and then 45 to 46. So during that pause in playing time, he actually was uh, drafted and served in World War II um, after you know, being named to the Pro Bowl in 1942 as well. So um, thought that was pretty cool to pull him up. Uh, he ended up coming back to the Skins, like I said, after uh, serving his time overseas. And, and when he retired from the NFL, he went on to coach the U.S. Merchant Marine Academy football team. So Clem Strauka, number 39 pod. So without further ado, look at the Steelers tomorrow. Uh, they are 11-0. Uh, we are four and seven. <clears throat> so look at the all-time series head-to-head. -head. Uh, we lead them 42, uh, 33, and three. Uh, but we're currently in a six-game losing streak, uh, dating back to 1997. And our last win versus the Pittsburgh Steelers was actually in 1991. So Yeesh. we know happened. I just watched that game the other day. <laughs> we know what happened the last time we beat them. We ended up winning a Super Bowl. But that was a uh, that was painful to to, to look at, man. Uh, Holy hell, uh, to have a team dominate you uh, that long, um, that's that that sucks. So I guess we'll kind of really just slide into how, how do we match up with the Pittsburgh Steelers going into uh, this upcoming contest. And Dev, Dev has been saying uh, that it's pretty much a trap game. Um, he goes back and forth. I don't believe it, but Dev, I want to know from you, how do you feel we match up with the Pittsburgh Steelers? I don't think it's a trap game at all. I don't think they're – as great as everybody says. I think they're a good team. I think they're a solid, good, a contending team, but they haven't played any, the excuse everybody gives for us winning these games we have won is we haven't played anybody. Well, they haven't played anyone either. They played Tennessee. They barely won that game. Anybody can win. We've seen Cleveland handle Tennessee for the better part of their game today. It happens. Like, I mean, Pittsburgh is undefeated, but do you think Pittsburgh's better than Kansas City who's not undefeated? Are they clearly better than the Bills? In Tennessee, in Indiana, are they clearly better in Tampa Bay? You know what I'm saying? Like, are they are they are they that much better than everybody said? Are they better than those guys? Clearly, there's no argument there. No, it's it's nuts, Green man. Who has it, gotten losses? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Just looking at like the NFL.com, um, you know the the statistics, statistical rankings of both clubs. I mean, offense, we're 28th, they're 25th. Defense, right. we're third, they're second. Passing offense, we're 26th, they're 22nd. Rushing offense, we're 24th, they're 30th. So, like, looking right. at that, man, like, you you might be right. Um, I, I'm I'm telling you, like, it's not a – they like to pass, and they like to pass in the areas that we're good at. The only – I think the reason if we get beat, and it, it is likely – I'm not going to lie to everybody, it's likely that we should lose that game. But I'm not – if we beat them, I wouldn't be surprised. Just like I wasn't surprised today that the Giants beat Seattle. Like, is it likely? No. But I'm not surprised. Seattle's terrible. They're not a good team, but they're seven and three or seven and four now or whatever they are. They're not a good team. You know, they, they their quarterback throws it away crazy. He throws it away at like the uh the what's the guy that coached this uh, quarterback for the Giants that everybody Dom's Danny Dom's, Danny uh, Dom's yeah, yeah. In velocity here lately. 
the you know Metcalf is is a great receiver, but the dude can't catch anything but a go, a hitch, and an out. Like everything else is like he's he. I think he has like eight. He has to have eight drops at this point. He has to. You know, and, and also their defense is the worst in the NFL. Horrible. They're there's thirty one teams. They're thirty one. So so when you say, oh man, the Giants beat Seattle, really? Who cares? I said we should beat Seattle. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we beat Pittsburgh, man. And if we don't, it's going to be not because of they did anything great. It'll be just like the Giants game. It'll be a game we should win that we're going to lose. Or, or, or we fumble three or four times or throw three or four interceptions. That That's the reason we'll lose. It won't be because we're just getting drug up and down the field uh, like whenever – Brown was twerking on us in the end zone a few years ago. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. That's not, I don't think this is that Pittsburgh team. We definitely hope not. Phil, how, how you feeling, man? How do you, how you feeling about this matchup? Um, I will say this. I'm actually starting to get with Dev on the, the Seattle point because realistically the giants ran their way to victory against this, the, against the Seahawks. Um, so we should be able to do the same, you know, we got, we, we, we got RB one back there, AG, you know, we should be able to do the same. We've, we've shown what happens when we run the ball, we win period. But getting back to uh, the game at hand and uh, we'll talk about Seattle when that, when the time comes, um, you know, it is interesting that, you know, yardage wise, Seattle, you know, we should, we're in terms of defense and offense and everything else, there's a lot of similarities between us and the Steelers. The biggest difference is the Steelers are very good in terms of uh, creating opportunities for themselves when, in terms of turnovers and not turning the ball over. They are number one in the league in turnovers. Um, they have 23 takeaways, and they've only turned it over themselves 11 times. So I think that is a big reason why they are 11 and 0 is that they're creating those opportunities to get points which is why they have the sixth highest scoring offense in the league but yet yardage wise their offense is 22nd they don't need to move the ball that far because they're creating those kinds of opportunities and they're not turning the ball over and doing dumb things um so the key <laughs> I mean, I feel like that there's there's past the victory for us. Um, I don't think it's going to be anything easy. I think the Steelers are a solid ball club, um, but I I do believe that there are some paths of victory, and you know we'll, we'll get into that uh, later on. But I think that the biggest difference is is that the Steelers are very good at creating the opportunities they need you know, to, to, to get points and get the short field. And that's why they're plus 12 in turnovers and we are minus five. Yeah. Don't turn it over. You know, don't, I mean, I get it if you turn it over downfield or something, but don't turn it over off a fumble punt or a screen. You run 30 yards up the field or throwing a ball off your back foot in the middle of the field to a five foot eight running back. Like don't make those dumbass turnovers. You know what I'm saying? Make the turnovers downfield for a 40-yard bomb to McLaurin or someone. Make those turnovers. You know, don't 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 create opportunities for them on yourself. And we can beat those guys. They're not, they're not great. And their best pass rusher is gone. 
Yeah, but it doesn't matter because we don't have we don't really have an offense anyways. I mean, we might. We're starting to see a little bit here yeah, and there, but got, it ain't enough to say enough offense good. where we can score enough points to win. Nobody's going to confuse us with, with Green Bay or Kansas City, of course, but we got enough offense. We can score 25 points. I don't know. Have we scored 25 more than once this year? I see you scoring yes. several times. <laughs> Three times. Three, Three times. times. Twice, twice against Dallas. Yeah, exactly. I'll take <laughs> and once against the Eagles. <laughs> once against the Eagles. <laughs> we, at, least, really, at least we're really doing that in the division. Average defenses. <laughs> I'll take it. Steve, how you We'll score 40 against Seattle. <laughs> um, I'm not as uh, optimistic next week. as, as <laughs> Phil, Phil and Dev. I mean, we, we said that both, you know, both of them said that you know, Phil made good points. They don't have to move the ball. They don't have your 22nd in yardage. But I guarantee if they weren't getting those turnovers, they would still be up there because that's what Big, Big Ben does. I mean, he's he's a great quarterback. Um, I don't think I'll, get, I'll say this too. They've played they've played teams like the Ravens have a solid defense. Browns have a pretty solid defense. They they played and the Titans have a solid defense. Um, all these games they've kind of squeaked by, but that's because of the fact that you know they don't like again they found ways to win against teams with tough defenses. So you're not going to have stellar stats against a really good defense, you know, seven, eight times out of 10. So that, that plays into it too. Man, they so, got some dogs I, at receiver too. I mean, not, don't get it twisted. They got, they have some players that could make you plays, which is the difference between us and them on offense. We got like one and a half, maybe two guys that you like, oh man, we got to watch this guy. They got probably four of those. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready you know, to say. That, um, that's, a, that's, the, that's the thing that helps because if one guy's having a bad game, you got another guy stepping up. McLaurin has a bad game. What are we going to do? You know, yeah. you know, Gibson has a bad game. Maybe McKissick can pick it up a little bit. But after that, what are you going to do? If you have no running game, you can't just rely. But other than that, that's the reason I think we would lose is because they have just a lot of firepower and we can't trade. But if we can, if we can play our normal defense, our normal defense is Ben, don't break, don't let them just blow you out of the water and stay with it. Let your, don't, don't make mistakes offensively. You can beat those guys. Yeah, they have four people on offense that almost have the same exact receiving stats, which means right. you have to check four people, which I don't think we can. I mean, you got a Claypool, 6'11". Deontay Johnson, 582. Juju Smith-Schuster, 472. Eric Ebron, tight ends, 413. Um, so, I, I don't know, man. I think that's He's, so much more impressive, man, when someone spreads the ball around like that. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, how can you cover everyone? And we know we already know how good Juju can be. Juju can be a number one. He is a number one. And Chase Claypool, he's probably number one, too. So how do you cover two number ones and when the probability is the same across four different people, where do you focus? So it's going to be a challenge for the, for the, uh, for the pass defense. One other statistical point. Um, and this is where our defense needs to play even better uh, than they have been. Our defense and Pittsburgh's defense actually are pretty similar in regards to uh, third down, allowing third down conversions. The Steelers allow 37.5% on third down. Um, our defense, I lost it here, allows 37.9. I think they're eighth in the league, we're 10th. However, here's the difference. We allow, we have a 39.7% third down conversion percentage for the season. Now it's been better lately, but still. 
for the season, that's where we're at. The Steelers are at 46%, and they're sixth in the league. So they do a much better job, again, converting third downs, making opportunities for yourself. So throw it's in- the National Football League, man. It's mm-hmm. Every win is hard to get. It doesn't matter who you're playing. Everyone's a professional. They're 11-0, man. It's impressive. They're a well-coached team. and Exactly. I, don't, I, did, I would not have said they would have been the number – I'll say this, the best record in the AFC East at week 11 in a million out of a million times, I would have not said the Steelers. Um, but like you said, Dev, they're, I don't think they're the best team in the AFC. They just have the best record in the right. I don't. I think there's, there's probably – I definitely take Kansas City over them. It's yeah. debatable. Top three debatable in the AFC. Bills. Yeah. yeah, debatable Bills, debatable Indiana, debatable Tampa Bay in the NFC. I definitely take Green Bay over them. You know, there's there's a lot of teams that aren't undefeated that would take over them. I don't think it's, but it's the same way I feel about Seattle. I think their record's not real. I think I think that our record's not real. I don't think I think we're better than our record. I don't think we're a twelve and old team or nothing. But I, I don't think we're a four and whatever we are team. You know, I I, I think I think we're more of a five hundred team right now. The way we've been playing with discipline and stuff. You know, if we can just not turn it over, make dumb dumb turnovers. Cause they got good players that'll make plays on defense. I know that they'll, they'll somebody will dive and get an interception or re- grab it out of a receiver's hands. I can accept that. You know what I can't accept is like, like we were talking about earlier, throwing off your back foot in the middle of the field to a five, eight running back or, you know, running a screen 20 yards downfield and getting stripped from behind or dropping punts. Those are the ones that kill you, man. You know, don't shoot your own foot out in the, in the race, bro. Oh, by the way, Phil, um, I want to, I want everybody to hear this on record. Wentz is done, and the reason I'm saying this is because this right here, this right here, this right here. Ah, <laughs> is that, is that Denny? showed up. Wentz is done. I want everybody to know that <laughs> that Wentz is done, and that's Phil's buddy right there, Denny. Well, my buddy. That Wentz, <laughs> that's Wentz your boy. Done. Wentz is done. But back to our regular schedule program. <laughs> what do you think All the right. score is going to be, uh, Rodney? Hey, you're jumping ahead. Let's, yeah, let's, yeah. We'll get to that. Ahead. We'll get to that. Ahead. Come on. Come on. So, yeah. Rod so, still got to tell us what he thinks of this game. I have uh, no real thoughts of this game. Um, I don't – I'm not as optimistic as you guys. Um, I don't think that we're going to win. Um, I don't think we have a real chance. I still look at the record as that's the record. I mean, you're 11-0 for a reason. I mean, we're 4-7 for a reason. So, um, I don't really want to downplay – what the Steelers have done. It's like, like Steve just said, it is very hard to win week in and week out in the NFL to do it 11 straight times. And you think of the history of that ball club, and this is the first time they've ever been 11 and 0. Um, that's impressive. No matter what the year uh, may be, what the competition may be, it's impressive to go 11 and 0 um, in this league. So with that, I will move on to Washington football team wins. If I'll start this one off, I think we win. If Steelers don't show up, Specifically, Big Ben. If Big Ben doesn't show up, um, and I say that because there's a Steelers Wire article out, um, they're talking about uh, resting him. So Big Ben hasn't practiced all week, and we know they had a short week with the Thanksgiving um, game pushed to the right, Hmm. six days. um, Hmm. But he's listed with a a knee injury. Um, It wasn't wasn't an injury suffered in the game against the the Ravens. Um, He kind of just suddenly showed up um, on the injury report. So they're they're contemplating at least – in the, in the internet phase of things, um, contemplating sitting him and not having him start because 
this game they play us, and then the following week they take on the eight and three Bills, um, which is has AFC implications for them, mm-hmm. um, whether it's number one or number two seed. Um, and obviously, you got the Kansas City Chiefs right now playing at ten and one. Is it likely that they're going to do that? Probably not, but you never know. Um, if they think that Mason Rudolph can go out there and beat the Washington football team, um, you know that, that may be something they do. So I think they we win if uh, Big Ben does not play tomorrow. Other than that, I don't see us winning. Uh, Phil, Washington football team wins if what? Washington football team wins if we can win the turnover battle by at least plus two. Um, you know, whether it be two turnovers to none, three turnovers to one, something like that. It's got to be at least a plus two margin in our favor because this is a team that that's really probably the biggest indicator of how they've gotten to 11 and 0 is their turnover margin. That's the one that's that's the statistic to me that stands out as okay, that's why they're not eight and three or nine and two. That's that's why they're 11. That's the thing is the fact that they haven't, they don't turn the ball over. Um, So it's got to be that. It's got to be a plus two margin. And the game plan we had against Dallas, the way the Dallas game went, we need to try to aim for that. Where it is, we run the ball, control the clock, which helps with the turnovers. You minimize the turnovers when you keep possession of the ball. And don't put the game in Alex Smith's hands. Put it in Antonio Gibson's hands. But don't put it in Alex Smith's hands. Don't lean on him to do anything except manage the game. And if the defense can force the turnovers, we got we we can win. Easier said than done, but that that's that's how I see it. You play possession football. Fair enough. And I think that the most important uh aspect of that if you're going to have the turnover battles one uh, you have to score touchdowns too we, we can't we can't yeah. settle for three points that's the biggest thing um i think I, I think that pittsburgh has won uh many more close games than we have um so if we get into a close battle i see them eking it out so yeah I, anytime you can win the turnover battle it's going to be a positive for your squad um, but score touchdowns i think that's the most important aspect of it all uh, steve we win if what um, it goes back to the earlier point I said, I think if we can, if we can control their passing game, um, like, like we talked about earlier for, for dudes to, to control, I'm not worried about the run game. James Connor's a good running back. Benny Snell, he, I think, I don't know if Connor's been activated off the COVID list yet. I think he has, I'm not sure. Um, <clears throat> And then Rodney's fantasy hero, Benny Snell, which eked out the win for him last week. I'm not really worried about him. <laughs> shout he's, out to Benny Snell. He's starting again, though, because Connor's <laughs> going to be out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, shout out to Benny Snell. Uh, Absolutely. For Rod. Um, helping him be. I like that guy. And, I like uh, the way he runs. But, yeah, if we can control the passing game, I think that's the key to us us winning, um, obviously, among many other things. But, you know, they're the number one scoring – excuse me – the number one scoring defense in the NFL. I didn't. I didn't realize that till just now. So if we're just going tit for tat, I mean, that's a big thing to look at right there, and that goes into everything that everyone's already talked about: the turnovers, the field position, and you know, we talk about. I think giving Antonio Gibson a lot of chances, like Phil said, is is good, but this is also the eighth best 
run defense uh, in the NFL for yardage. So it, it it's going to be a tough one. But I said, you know, I'll I'll, I'll hang my hat on uh, if we can control their passing defense and it, passing offense. And if Big Ben doesn't play, then <laughs> hey, I don't know. I think this does have a chance to be a trap game. I've been saying it all week: trap game for the Steelers. What do they have to play for? I not nothing this week. Uh, Buffalo next week for sure, no doubt. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I know, I know. Uh, Dev said it's not a trap game. Uh, he doesn't think they're that good, but I still see it the way you see it as well. Um, whether or not they stumble into that, or the Ill, you know, I don't think I don't think Tomlin will have them not prepared. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Tomlin will get them prepared. Um, so I don't, I don't think it'll be a trap game in that aspect where they kind of look beyond us and look towards Buffalo. Um, but if they end up playing to our level of, of competition, I think that could be kind of scary for them. It, it, yeah, it's, and they're coming it's, it's off what, five days rest, five days rest. Uh, yes. Yeah. So Wednesday, yeah, they play, five you know. days rest. Um, and, and what is, what is it again for the home field advantage first round by, is that only one spot per conference? Yeah. yeah it's only, so it's only so, the number one seed right now. Yep. Yeah. For that buy, so yep. they have one game up on Kansas City. Kansas City is ten and one. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe they won't sit Ben because they need to keep keep winning. Because I don't know when they're going to let. Because they have us, the Bills, the Bengals. That's another easy one. Indianapolis and and Cleveland. That's a, that's a tough way to end your season. Mm-hmm. So um, if it was going to be rest, one smack a big Ben to make them say, you know what, we don't need this game. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know. Chase is all <laughs> that can be Chase Young and Big Ben gets rid of the ball at the at a, the highest at the quickest rate of any quarterback in the NFL this year. He gets rid of it in like two point something seconds. I, I was watching yeah. that, that their entire yeah their their entire offense is quick passing game, which yeah. is I think that how feeds, I've said that teams have been attacking us. I believe so. that I believe that feeds into our thing though. That feeds right into our wheelhouse. I think those quick outs and ends feeds to me. I think it does because we have that bend and break. We don't allow. Every now and then, somebody makes a bad turn, like Abke or some crap, or a linebacker doesn't follow up the scene. But for the most part, we don't allow a bunch of crazy stuff, man. So uh, I don't, I don't think they're going here and throw four hundred up on us unless they're losing. I don't think they go up here and throw that up. And uh, and Connor's not playing; he's still out on COVID list. Base sounds pretty good. Pretty good. He is. He is pretty good, but he's not Connor. But check yeah. this out. So the line, this is after Bud Dupree tore his ACL. The line opened up in Vegas at minus 10, and it's sitting now at minus six and a half. Right. That's that's a huge swing. I don't know. Right. I don't know what they, that what we don't know. Man, that's they, they probably, it's like Rodney said, they Big might Ben's not knee. play. Some, they might not play some of their guys. It's like we only have Man. three, really only have one or two days practice because the NFL doesn't allow you to practice the day yeah. after a game. And I don't know. I think they got a restriction on the day before. I think it's just like. They do. It's, it's like you can only have, I think, two days of that week prep is in pads. The rest is walkthroughs. Yeah. And so it's, yeah. Right. So they probably have one practice. Probably. So he's probably like, man, why do I need to risk my players getting hurt? I think it's the same as us, though, too. So the, the NFL didn't do us any favors. Um, no. This week, for some reason, like they canceled all practices Monday and Tuesday. Um, and you know that the Ravens and Steelers weren't practicing Monday and Tuesday with a Wednesday game. Mm-hmm. So I kind of okay. leveled the playing field for everyone. Um, I thought that we would have the opportunity to, you know, kind of have Monday off and then at least come out Tuesday again, extra, uh, day of reps in, but that didn't happen for us. So we got a, oh, we got a hell of a break though. We got 11, 11 day, 12 day rest 
That's crazy. That's like an extra bye week in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. Bro, we've never we've never done good. I mean, hope, we'll see if Ron, Ronaldo Rivera is better at uh, getting the troops kind of uh, spun up. I, I have no faith in him. But, but Dev, let's let's close out your segment. So we win if what? One good thing about Ronaldo is that Ronaldo does, does seem to have a uh, a more disciplined team than Jay, than Jason Gruden had. You know what I'm saying? He had a mm-hmm. little better... Uh, more disciplined crowd. I mean, look at Moses is a is a very good example of that. Uh, he was like a, a turnstile, uh, played Matador defense, uh, offensive line work, you know, Olay or Holdem. That's what he was doing now. He's like our best lineman for the most part, him and Sheriff and Wes. Those are our guys, man, this year. So I, I don't know if it's, a, it's the same. I don't expect the same things because I haven't seen the same things out of this group yet. Most of the time, if you're one of those guys that don't listen to what the coach says, he sits you on the bench, man. That's that's been pretty uh pretty you know known by now about Ron. He'll sit you on the bench if you don't do what he says. I give him that much credit. But I think we win if, uh, as we all have already said, don't turn it over. Phil stole what I was going to say. Plus two, we we got to be we got to be two two turnovers ahead of Pittsburgh, or. Both of us don't need to have any. It's got to be one of the two. It's on the way to stay in it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It, it makes sense. I mean, that's it, it has to happen. We, we need something to, I guess, not really turn the season around, but, and I go back and forth with you guys quite often. I, I call the, the victories hollow. I call the victories for the skins cheap, you know, and I'm not necessarily building for the future, uh, chasing that, that hollow NFC East title in a, dilapidated division but um i mean maybe maybe they're doing what they need to do i just don't see it i'm not i try to be optimistic about this club a couple times a season and it's blown up in my face so i am pessimistic rod until uh the season ends um but with that being said we know the 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 giants won uh today they're once again fully the division leaders at five and seven um so we need to win tomorrow we need to win tomorrow if we still want to stay in that race i don't see us losing tomorrow with them having beat seattle regardless of if you want to say seattle's a bad team their record doesn't really reflect what they are um i don't know if when we play seattle in two weeks that we're gonna end up uh winning so yeah with that i guess we'll kind of fast forward to predictions now um and i know we're trying to run the the melk hot cross line or whatever we want to call it trying to get ellie's prediction right now but uh dev what is your prediction for tomorrow's game i'm going 21 17 no hold on i think i said that i'm gonna go 28 20 washington football team wow 28 20 okay that's a bold move cotton let's see if it See how it plays out. <laughs> Phil, how you, you feeling? Who do you think is our MVP so far, Rod? I never asked you that. Our MVP? Right. Um, I should have asked before the pod. I don't know. Yeah, we're going uh, no, no. to derail the segment, Dev. No, I, yeah, well, man, man, that's, on me. <laughs> that's I, a lot of pressure. That's a as tough question. As soon as I asked, I was like, man, why'd I do it? That's a hard I don't one. know. For me, like – Pessimistic route. You're probably it's probably not the guy that asked at four and seven club. I, I have none. Like I don't vote for the Pro Bowl players. None of that shit, man. Like I don't think anyone from this team deserves to go to a Pro Bowl at four and seven. It's like MVP. Like 
I mean, we do it every week. We give out the game balls and whatnot. Um, I would probably say Chase Young, um, to be a rookie and to be disruptive as he is, his numbers don't necessarily line up with the sexiness that people expect out of a pass-rushing uh, defensive lineman. Um, but he is, in my opinion, the sole reason why people's numbers have gone up and why people look so much better and they look good, you know, previous seasons, but I think that he is truly taking on those those double and triple teams, those additional chip blocks and, and people on the inside, whether it's Payne or Allen, um, settle um, and or sweat on the other side, getting open and making plays, and even the linebackers as well. So I would give the MVP to Chase Young as a rookie if I'm going to do it. Um, I think that he was definitely well worth the pick. I'm glad we didn't trade back or take a quarterback at number two. Yeah, that was that was uh, impromptu, folks. So yeah, we weren't. I was just thrown in there. Um, but predictions. I'll, I'll jump with my prediction for tomorrow. Then, since I'm already talking, um, I think we do lose. Um, I'm gonna say 31 to 17, um, Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I mean, I'm I'm fine with being wrong, and I'm fine with us winning games. But I just don't see us. I think the game is in Pittsburgh too. Correct. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, no fans, anyways. Yeah. Regardless of fans or not, I mean, we don't have fans. We play at FedEx, so um, yeah, Pittsburgh thirty-one seventeen. Uh, Phil, what say you? All right, well, I'll answer both questions. And uh, first, I'll answer the MVP question for uh, Ellie Suggs. Um, I'm going to go. <clears throat> I'm going to let me see if we can get my Ellie back here. Hold on, <laughs> Antonio Ganigold. Yeah, yeah, we all know it's going to be. Mixing. <laughs> um, <laughs> baby mix the seed of until you until you Gibson RB1. Um, my offensive MVP, I would be tempted to give it to AG at this point because of how he's come on the past couple weeks, especially, but I still lean Terry McLaurin because his production has been very consistent over the course of uh, of 11 games and 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 he's always he, he is just the model of consistency you're always going to get production out of him he hasn't been you know just shut down in any game this season so i would i would go with terry mcclure's by my mvp so far as far as a prediction on the score you know that spread change kills me because i would have had a, a a, a neat pick for people to play. But um, I'm going to say 29-22 Steelers. I think it's going to be close. Um, or at least closer than, than uh, many will think. But I just think that the Steelers, there's a reason why they're 11-0. They find ways to win. And they'll find a way to win this game. So 29-22, we lose by a touchdown. But it'll be interesting. Fair enough. Could live with that. I, I, yeah. So, so you have us losing as well. I thought you had us winning. So, okay, good. No, 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 no. Let's put it here. I said there's paths to victory. I didn't say that we would necessarily find them. <laughs> Steve, how, how are you feeling about Vince straddling story? ass field, I, man? I guess since Dev asked it, you might as well throw your MVP in there as well. Yeah. That, um. Well, for MVP. You guys, uh, it's really between the two that, that Rod and uh, <clears throat> Phil already picked between Chase Young and, and Terry. 
it's, it's a tough one right now now for me. Ask me again in a couple weeks, it might be changing. But you know what? I'll just have to say, um, I'll just I have to go with Chase Young. I, I, you could go either way. You could flip a coin. He's just been so disruptive, like you said, Rod. A lot of the intangible numbers that just don't add up. You know, a lot of the PFF rush numbers. A lot. It is for his first year in the league. It's it's crazy. So I'm excited. Uh, I hope he'll be a Washington football team player for life. And uh, yeah, I'm happy he's on our team. I'm damn sure not glad he's not rushing us from from the New York Giants side or or, or something like that. So um, yeah, I'll go Chase Young for this year. And my prediction is uh, 31-24 Steelers. I, I don't see us scoring over 24 because we never, like I said, outside of the Dallas games, we hover around 24. 27 is kind of a, a sweet spot for us. But um and the Steelers hover closer on the higher end of uh, the, the 20s, closer to the 30s. So, yeah, I'm going to go 31-24 uh, Pittsburgh. I think it'll be a little bit of back and forth. And, yeah, who knows? If, if ben Big, Big Bang's out, then all this all this is out the window. But on the record, we still have the swag to give away. If you can predict the score, the Washington football team lanyard that is signed – Ryan Gruden, I mean, Ryan Grant jersey that <laughs> Rod will send you. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. So Don't send so, me Gruden signed anything if I win. He got I'm, it off the Wish app. I will <laughs> burn it live in the group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's uh, – the dude sent me – it's funny. The reason the, the reason I have that jersey is I, I ordered a, um, another RG3 jersey, like, years ago, um, and the dude ended up signing me a – a Ryan Grant jersey instead. So yeah, that's what I have. Nice. I have a I have a Gerald Riggs, and then I have a uh, Ryan Grant jersey, and then the RG three signed jersey as well. That's it. Shout outs. I got a Jay Gruden Louisville jersey somewhere around here. If anybody wants to, uh... I thought you were going to shout out Jay Gruden. I was like, holy shit, Dev is drunk and high. Is he is he the intern coach in Jacksonville? Nah, Doug Marone's still there. I thought he left too, but they end up just finding a GM, not the coach. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they had an announcement. Doug Marone like, uh, announced that uh, Mike Glennon would still be starting next week's that, game. That running back helped me out a lot in the fantasy, by the way. That yeah, I had him in there too. Which is crazy. So before we get the shots, just to kind of close out the pod and look at, across the league, like what happened to Gardner Minshew, man? Is he is he hurt this year? or He, he, he got hurt. He, yeah. He did get he hurt. hurt. Okay. Do you do you think that they're gonna draft a quarterback at one or two? Yeah, like definitely, dude. Like okay, the Jets. I thought they completely fucked it up earlier. Like they they had the Raiders beat, and then um like my buddy, he's a he's a Pats fan, and he just sent me like a uh, a link. Pretty much, he's like, yeah, the Jets completely threw yeah, that man. game because like they went back and like pulled statistics as far as like rushing players and whatnot. Um, went back 14 years to 2006, whatever, but they, they're the only team to rush seven pass rushers on the game winning touchdown. Like where hail Mary type situation is the only thing that could beat them. Dude, they left that corner out on the Island by himself with the fastest guy in NFL yeah. history. <laughs> they completely, completely tanked the game against a dude who runs a four two. Yeah. No shit, man. So it's, uh, <laughs> it was like comical. Like you could clearly see when he threw the ball, it's like that dude's wide open. Yeah. Like there's, there's no one in the camera. Yeah, that was that was a, a you know a hot route with uh 
Mahomes or something like that. That was that was sick. The crazy thing is that I'm that dude who hates prevent defenses and things like that. <laughs> like I'd rather run like cover three or something like that. I, I hate prevent. At least that is the one situation. The one situation where if I'm a defensive coordinator, I'm calling prevent. At least pass the field. I mean, you know, I hate prevent defenses. I hate you know dropping eight men in the coverage, but that's the one time you do it. And that defensive back, Lord. Lamar Jackson, dude, he got a phone call right before that play. Somebody called him, "Do not guard this guy." Mm-hmm. Oh, red. They told him just let him go, man. So I bet if you watch halftime, he got a text message right before that that said, "Just let that guy go. Stay in the stay in the camera. Make it look like you're chasing him. We want the number one pick." Trevor Lawrence just called. <laughs> say he's going pro don't yeah. defend this guy that's just it's, it's wild man it's wild. why it's halfway through the second quarter and why is denver beating kansas city nine three yeah they just scored it's a real. touchdown can't see his defense is trash drew lock with a little they, read option throw they gave they gave new orleans a game with a dude on a practice squad playing receiver playing quarterback bro it's, Some it, of these teams' records are like I don't think Seattle should be nine and two or whatever they are. I don't think that not Seattle, but uh, New Orleans. I don't think they're that good. They're good, but I don't think they're whatever and two, ten and two good, especially without Breeze. Oh, I'm always I'm always going to say that because I just hate the Saints. I they're, I don't they're one of the four watch, teams that I play, will never cheer for. When you watch and, him play, he'll either looks at his first read or he runs. He don't even care if anybody else is open. It's like this is the play who he throw it to. If that guy ain't open, he's skating. Yeah, but they can't Every stop time. two weeks in a row. They haven't stopped it. Yeah, but they ain't played nobody. It sucks. We should be six yeah. and five then, man. We should have swept the damn Giants. I'm really telling you, we, we're a five, we're a six or seven win team right now, man. You want to hear something interesting? Here's here's some statistics for you. All right, and 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 this tells you how uh, close things get. Have you ever looked at pro? Um, was it Pro Football Reference? They do that uh, expected uh, expected record. Yeah. Expected win loss. Do you know what ours is right now? Yeah. Like for the rest of the season? No. For up to this point, what we should be. What what the if you were just looking at how we how how they calculate it, they use some Pythagorean theorem. Our record should be well. Of course, it's decimalized. Five point four to five point six. Where f- they see us, we should be a five hundred team. Yeah. Right. I, I would agree with it. We, we should be a five hundred team. So really, and, and you know what? That just means that we 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 lost a couple of games that should we should have won. But both Giants games, both the Giants uh, games and the Lions games, we should have won two of those. Three. three losses were a total of seven points. That's seven right. points across three games. Right. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's, that's that's insane. But we had those three games back. We easily win the NFC. Well, it could have should have though. Yeah, we're, I mean we're we're seven and four instead of four and seven. But right. thing you know we. Have, Seventh best scoring defense in the league. Now, we're not. So, I, here's the thing: moving forward, we gotta learn how to win games that we're in like that. If we're in a close game, we find a way to win that game. Yeah, St- a stupid penalty. Rookie, right. rookie, mind blanking killed us in, in in the in the Giants game. A missed field goal. And a stupid or a stupid two-point conversion play killed another loss right there. Um, you know, so you can point to these little things, and they're individual things, but these are things that hopefully 
you feel that with with a teen, it's relatively young, and I think may even get younger before it gets older. Um, that can you will see these kinds of little mistakes, just the little things that take you from being a six, seven win team at this point in the season to a four win team. Those go away, but that does take time and it takes some maturity. But, you know, I, I think that uh, it does tell you that we could be better and we should be better and we can be better. That's the thing that was like, we can be better. Sound like an Obama speech, man. The hell? Hey, they go low, we go high. I've, I've bought, I've bought into hope and change this year. <laughs> shout out, Ellie. Of course, not making the pod. You get yep. a shout out. So. Shout out to Ellie. You know, Ellie. he should be running in three hours. Shout out to my boy Rod Mac. Hit me up earlier. End up scoring himself a PlayStation Five, and then. I start talking to me about the podcast. I had no idea he listened. Uh, at all. Yeah, he's on, on not, Twitter. Uh, no, uh, I used to serve with him, uh, the hundred and first. Um, but uh, yeah, he's. I think he's a Falcons fan. Oh, shout wow. out to the hundred and first, man. What's up? The shout out to the hundred and first. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Shout I'm not in the military, Eagles. so really, I have no idea what that is. But <laughs> it sounds like they're important, more important than my measly life. Almost, uh, almost as good as the tenth mountain division. My they shout out are the best. Dance. No climbing the glory. We fly <laughs> over that shit. <laughs> we, we, we walk through it. My Fair shout enough. out goes to Wentz, man. Shout out to Wentz. Shout out to Demar Daisy too, man. Get on the pod. I know you said your voice is squeaky. I don't care, Demar. I want you on the pod. You're knowledgeable. You always provide some good content in the group. Get on the pod. We're all in our late 30s. No one's in the clown yet. Except me. At least not while you're on the pod with us. Dev will, but <laughs> Dev probably will. <laughs> um shout out to Josh Sherman. He's kind of lurked in the group and he wants to get on the pod. Um I've I've known the dude for well over a decade and um you a skins fan? Kind of, but I told him I told him I was like you need to be a little more active before I bring you on. You know, I, I he shows up in comment sections here and there. I said you got to be more active. You got to engage more before. You got to earn your spot on this pod. <laughs> So shout out to Josh. Maybe hearing your name live on the podcast will get you a little more active. Steve, who are you shouting out? Uh, I give a shout out to, of course, Chris McDaniel, always live. Shout out to uh, our boy Parker Hamlet over at Washington Brawl, getting on there interviewing for with uh, old Julie Donaldson. At, uh, Want my revenge, Parker? Yeah, good for him, man. Good to see you on there. And, um, Shout out to all the all the pods that got on with the uh, the team. Good for you guys. Um, yeah, shout out to the Black Ball and the Redskins addicts. Thanks for the yeah. invite, fucks. I mean, just because we don't change the name doesn't mean we can't Damn. talk with you guys. I Damn, you guys I mean, God, is, is it really the dreaded R, R word with us? Is, is that just it? Scared. I mean, we are the best <laughs> pod out there. But Jesus Christ, that's crazy, yeah, man. For real. Yeah, shout out to Benny Snell for Rod. Of course, can't forget that. And. Um, Shout out to Purcell Smith. Give us, I've been, you know, following your content. You got some pretty funny stuff, man. And um, yeah, I, I think that's about it. Shout out to Angela Davis, who's uh, just taking the ass whooping in fantasy. Oh, yeah. And shout oh, out for oh, the yeah. next uh, big boxing match. It's uh, Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul. That was, that's been uh, disgusting, man. 
Floyd put it on the uh, the table today. So it might be kind of ugly, but we'll see. So my shout out's easy. Go. <laughs> Yo, my shout out goes to Russell Westbrook. That goes to, <laughs> so, uh, you know, Big Papa Pump 63, uh, XPDH, K Dog uh, 101, Papa Son, Redskins, <laughs> Addicts, Steve O, 025, yeah, and MLPC. That's me. Uh, for losing to me in the Redskins, Addicts League, and FanDuel. There's always next week. $45. That's okay. Yeah, you know, it's $45, yeah. man. You know, Ron I thinks pay, it's a Ponzi uh, scheme. Yeah. Because <laughs> his girl me. won, and now he wins back-to-back. <laughs> back. Collusion. It's collusion. Yes. No, I didn't hey. win last week. No one won last week. We didn't play. Yeah, we did. Somebody I mean, won last week. Somebody did. Yeah. Oh, yeah you guys played last week. Oh, I didn't play. It, yeah, okay. you didn't play right. It's it'll still go if we don't get ten. I think. Yeah. Ah, okay. I'm trying um, to move up to twenty. If anybody wants to join, just put it. Yeah, over here like I won by a lot. It's yeah, but five you have to, bucks. You have to cancel well. the league, don't you? Cancel the league and no, it. I could just as long as I do it before like yeah. Monday, I can set it to twenty. It won't cancel out. Let's let's do that. Get a bigger person, and we'll go from there. Right. Next year, I want to. I'm going to start a pick'em league for the for the group. Um, do it, but it's not pick them. It's pick them against the spread. If you ever want to be as as a salty ass mofo on a Monday, play a pick them league against the spread because I will tell you, you think you think shit's all high and mighty, and then with two minutes left, they throw in they, they don't they let the team go downfield and score. Like today, the Packers gave up two touchdowns in a minute twenty two. They have shit. lost the cover, and thankfully Aaron Rodgers, you know threw a touchdown and, and, and covered back. I was about to throw my phone on the ground. Literally 14 points to the Eagles in a minute and 22 seconds. A punt return, and then Jalen Hurts threw a bomb to, um, I forget who, 14 points in a minute and 22. They had lost the cover to the spread. So that shit's fun, though, I will tell you. It is fun to play against the spread. Yeah, I need, I need I to learn about that because when you talk about, like, you know, Pittsburgh being like plus seven and plus six and a half or my, like, I have no idea what any of that shit means. Yeah. So I it's just a favorite, a favorite. And so you can, if you play the spread, if you play, if it's Pittsburgh and a seven point spread, well, the Washington football team can lose as long as they lose within six points or less then you win your money oh, or, you, or you win, whatever you're playing. They could lose, you know, 30 to 26 up. Oh, who cares? You won. It's great hedge betting too. Cause you're like, yeah, hey, my team didn't win, but I still won, you know, 10 bucks or in my fantasy, whatever. in my work fantasy football league, I won 138.2 to 138.1. I won by point one. 90 bucks by point one. Hmm. Hey, I was sabotaged like something. Tanya, Rogers did the Tanya for 12 yards. Won hmm. it. I won by a yard. So, Rob, I don't know. We're game tomorrow, 5 p.m. East Coast time. I don't know. That's going to be a little hairy. I don't think I, we can do a, I don't know if we can do a, a pre game one in the group. I don't know. So, too. Look for us. Maybe if if we can't do it, maybe I'll go uh, live solo in the group just to uh, do a pregame chat with the folks. I should be home um, unless I get called on base or something like that. And, I called uh, in. Oh, you called in, so you'll you'll be around. So I'll hit I'll hit you up. And uh, I don't get off work till five, so we're definitely going to do. So everyone who's going to be listening to this pod right now, we are going to do our post game pod right after uh, the game tomorrow. Um, typically we wait a day, so emotions may be high or low. And I think that would be <laughs> kind of, might be, might be actually a good thing. Might bring a different dynamic to the podcast. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, maybe I'll be belligerently drunk or I'll be happy. So we'll, we'll see. We'll Please see. be belligerently drunk. <laughs> that means oh. that we got our ass whooped, man. 
you, predict you predicted it, so it's. I know I will. I will be drunk. I, I honestly, I don't get emotional about this team anymore. Not this season. Not this yeah. season. I'm good. So, Maybe yeah, ladies and gentlemen, pod thirty nine is uh complete. You have a good one. See you tomorrow. Peace. Hey. Peace.